0: FM to get started.
1: The Beast is back. Cena and Reigns make it officially real. And women's championship coming right now. You're
2: tuning into the destination for TV super fan discussion. After Buzz TV, and now let the buzz begin. Of course, it was only a matter of time. <laughs> <laughs> truly. When you got power like that, it's hard to hide it.
1: Yeah. Wow. She just kind of, she slammed it and took it and ran off with it. And that was it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Welcome to August 28th. Uh, It is uh, the WWE Raw After Show on AfterBuzz TV. Welcome to our new start time, 9 p.m. PST on Mondays. So 9 p.m., y'all. I know the chat room has some stuff to say about it. We love you. So, joining me today, we have Mark Warzeka, comedy writer at Second City and Comedy Central, director extraordinaire. I'll
3: take it, hello. <laughs> Hello, hello, Markia. Hello, Mark Duncan. And hello to everybody uh, affected by this hurricane. I want to say a quick shout out to uh, all our listeners or viewers yeah. who may be affected by it. And glad to see WWE acknowledge it uh, tonight and encourage us to, to donate if we can.
1: Yeah, absolutely. That was a fabulous video package that they did. Mm-hmm. And I'm glad that they did it more than once.
3: Agreed. Yeah. yeah.
1: And uh, sitting next to that man is... Uh, He's a professional wrestler. He's got eight years experience. This man has traveled the world by boxcar. And Hobo...
2: Is my name.
1: Yes. (laughs) And hobo on Twitter. And Hobo is his game. Yeah,
2: yeah. Again, I want to definitely say that I'm concerned with the people trapped in Hurricane Harvey and those conditions there are absolutely Mm -hmm. some of the worst that they've ever seen. Calling it a 500-year storm. Uh, it, oh. is, it is 100% brutal, and I want to make sure that everybody stays safe out there. Take care of each other. Take care of your fellow man.
1: Indeed. And then if you can't do anything, you can donate. And I'll even have the, the website for that that WWE shared. Please. And now on the ones and twos for the first half, we have Mark Donica. First half. Are, are you not, oh, are you here for the full time with us? Well,
2: yeah, it's an hour. He ducked oh, out early right. last week. Yeah. He's acting like mm-hmm. he don't, just was is with it every single week.
1: Yeah, don't act like you haven't ducked out on us before. Well,
2: no, I haven't, but there's
1: no two-parter anymore. Oh, all right. Because we're only stuck to one hour. Okay. That's, what, that's all I mean. Okay, I, no worries.
2: you getting real defensive, aren't I you? I
1: know. <laughs> 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 it's all right. We love you, Mock. Love you all, too. Have okay. Uh, but yeah, with Raw, uh, we were in Memphis, Tennessee at the FedEx Forum, and um, and as we were discussing with uh, Hurricane Harvey, uh, Booker T is actually with his family in Houston, so uh, uh, what, who joined uh, Michael Cole and Corey Graves was Jerry Lawler, the king, so we did have him from Memphis, which is very, choice. very fitting. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I mean. So uh, yeah, starting it off, you know, start of show, we have the Miz and the Mr. Raj, uh in the ring, ready to go. One word out respect and he's interrupted by Kurt Angle the GM and Kurt says yes there will be a title match for your belt at no mercy whereupon Miz interrupted Kurt Angle like pretty much a shush Willie,
2: he, he <laughs> took his time back he mm, had that time in the ring to make a statement I'm sure he penciled it in or checked with somebody I want this time I want a reservation top of the show and Angle comes out and interrupts him Yes, it is. is Rude. rude. It's (laughs) It's rude, actually. Disrespectful. Yeah.
1: Yeah, so you're saying Miz reclaimed his time. That's right. He did. He did indeed. He
3: pulled the Maxine Waters. (laughs) Yeah,
1: but (laughs) he did. Uh, Yeah, he was uh, sipping tea and just spitting out truth where he was saying about how Mm -hmm. his title had been overshadowed and it should be back into the spotlight. uh, Whereupon, yes, Kurt Angle agreed with him and said, you know what? We're going to have a good old-fashioned battle royale, 15-man battle royale.
2: Sure. I love it. And that's, that's what we
1: start the show with. That's yeah. how you
2: start a lot of wrestling shows. A lot of wrestling shows start with a battle royal because in, in the friction they're contained within, you can spin off so many different matchups, and you have to really pay attention to who eliminates who and how to see what might come down the line in the future.
3: Yeah, I'm not always a huge fan of Battle Royale and WWE programming because sometimes I thought like it could be just sort of a crutch or they're lazy and they just kind of throw it out there uh, and it's not super creative. However, I think that uh, this one had a lot of nice little things going on in it, like Hobo's saying. There were nice little stories being told, little rivalries set up or forwarded. So I thought this worked pretty well. I thought it was an inter- entertaining TV Battle Royale. I enjoyed it.
1: Yeah, indeed. Um, I keep on thinking of uh, the Japanese movie Battle Royale and I'm just going to keep on. That's a different. That's a I, much that's more completely vibe. different. It's like 40 different characters, and <laughs> yeah. you care about all of them. <laughs>
2: <laughs> what are you saying you didn't care about everybody tonight? <laughs> Do you, you am here with the shovel! I, Just oh bury it my chunks! I'm, I'm burying <laughs> all <laughs> <in> the newcomers. <universe. laughs>
1: I'm burying them tomorrow.
2: <laughs> golden
3: so I, Shovel. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Golden Shovel. You that. don't care about the Ms. Taraj? The Miz Taraj <laughs> were in this match, and they're the Miz's friends. What <laughs> would have <laughs> happened if one of them would have won? Yeah, well,
1: Could you have know he would disaster
2: for the whole You mystery. know he would have
1: made them take a dive, you know he would
2: have. Well, he was saving their butts tonight. He obviously he? wanted them to yeah, win. Yeah, he did want them there to win. There may have been a plan in place, yeah. a contingency plan of if one of you guys happens to win, you do take the finger poke of doom. You yeah. take the dive. <laughs>
3: he thought they were going to go down Kevin Nash Hulk Hogan style.
2: Yeah. Uh,
1: there we go. And yeah, for this uh, 15 man, we had a, a clean shaven big show. Yeah. Out of all things, he was King he, Kong big woo. show. Yeah. Yeah. I thought he looked like
3: the spider from Game of Thrones. <laughs> just back from negotiating. That, a, that oh, a big spider.
1: Right, back from Dorne? Back from Dorne. Oh, He's just man. fresh back from Dorn. Yeah, but um, first person out was Curtis Hawkins. I mean, uh,
3: Curtis. <laughs> he just, he just yeah.
1: stood in the middle of the ring like, yes, this is mine. And yeah. there was a team effort of, no, this is yours. And yeah. you're out of the ring. Poor, yeah. Poor guy.
2: Poor Boy, guy. You know, it's... You're always happy to get a moment in that ring, and he owned that moment, and so did everybody else own that moment for him, Mm -hmm. and and showed him the door, right over the top, into the outside, and then they focused on Big Show, but Big Show is not Kurt Hawkins, and he reminded them, get off of me, (laughs) and uh, so everything kind of fell apart after that, and they were fighting each other for a while.
1: Yeah, I particularly enjoyed when Big Show was um, using his huge ham-shaped fists to just cave in some chests. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. 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 But uh, yeah, there were a number of uh, actually it's interesting how many tag teams that they had like in the ring. And then there was like this tag team effort that was going on. And that was kind of like a theme uh, that happened even uh, later on. But it was. Let's see. uh, Yeah. So uh, Anderson and Gallows actually Mm -hmm. got an assist from Finn Balor. Uh, to,
3: mm, little battle yeah, club to get action. rid of Big Show. Interesting, a little hint. That Poor Big new. Show. I feel bad for Big Show. His whole thing is that he's a giant of professional wrestling, yet he never wins battle royals. <laughs> this guy never wins.
2: Well, you know, the wrestlers have gotten bigger since the days of Giants. <laughs> That's true. So the average height just keeps increasing, <laughs> and now the uh, half the roster is at least close to Big Show's size and weight. So if you're going to have two, two, three guys throw them out, it may as well be Gallows mm-hmm. and Anderson, mm-hmm. Gallows being probably the second biggest man in that ring. So, yeah, yeah, why not just have the whole club form for maybe the first time, get a whole lot of buzz, and eliminate the big show? Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. Uh, and then for people in the chat room, uh, yes, I have an eye patch on. Uh,
2: <laughs> it is not for... We maybe acknowledge I that. I should
1: probably acknowledge <laughs> that. I probably should have done that at the top of the show. Uh, it's not for cosmetic purposes, although I feel very much like a pirate meets uh, Nikki Fury right now. Yeah. Yes.
2: Yeah. thought you were doing an homage to a Friend of Ours, Ryan. Jackie Romero Oh yeah, nice there you go. Car. I thought maybe we're just
3: getting re- early, early Nicky Fury Halloween costume. Yeah, there you go. It's get, right around the corner. Just bring yeah. it in, in stages,
1: <laughs> just a little bit at a time.
3: <laughs> one, one extra like piece that. of the costume every week of the show until Halloween.
1: There you go. I'll come with my shield badge uh, next <laughs> yeah. next show after Labor Day. I
2: can't wait for the show where you shave your head.
1: Oh, <laughs> uh, I would have that
3: would to. Be right?
2: Really interesting. Mm. Mm. Is
3: there yeah. any? Ch- I made up this whole backstory uh, in my mind mm-hmm. that maybe Big Show had. Been, not about your iPads, but the shaving thing of the Big Show. That maybe someone had, like, Big Show had, like, fallen asleep on the plane or something. Mm-hmm. And the, uh, some of the other wrestlers as a rib, like, shaved, like, half of his beard off. And he woke up and was like, now I've got to shave the rest of it off. Because otherwise, <laughs> why would he do that?
2: Well, yeah. Why? It, it used to be that the rib was you shaved an eyebrow. An eyebrow. Just yeah, just... eyebrow. But with a right. vet with the size and caliber of Big Show, maybe you just shave his goatee. Yeah. Yeah, let's, let's, yeah. we don't want to make him that mad. We'll just give him a, a, a nice shave. Yeah. yeah. Maybe with a straight razor. Hire a barber. It's the nicest rib ever. <laughs> give him a hot towel. <laughs> uh,
1: well, I think maybe I should just accept the Straight, age, uh, straight Edge Society and just yeah. go Serena Deb with it.
3: There you go. Yeah. Yeah. Go yeah, on you away. You
1: guys going to do that for me?
2: Yeah. Sure, can we? Yeah. yeah.
3: Let's have a hair versus hair match in here.
2: Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, um, 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 um. wanna...
3: Homo, come on. <laughs>
1: All right, but uh, continue going with the match uh, with a lot of team efforts that happened. Mm-hmm. Ms. Saraj eliminates our Truth. Anderson and Gallows did a neckbreaker on Goldust, and then via teammate eliminated Goldust. Apollo Cruz was eliminated, but I didn't actually see that. I think that happened sometime during. The- I didn't
2: see it. Either. I know uh, he was just was, like in the so clip. Elias eliminated. Cruz. Elias, oh, thank yeah. you.
1: Yeah, and then, uh, yeah, Gallows eliminated Matt Hardy, and then Matt and Anderson kind of traded slaps uh, at the edge mm-hmm. of the ring. It looked like we were going to get a twist of fate on the apron. Didn't necessarily get that, but he Anderson was eliminated, being slammed face first into the post. Gorgeous. But then, of course, <laughs> Gallows up. Uh, Pulled him off of the off of the apron. I didn't expect that, but there's no DQ in a battle royal. No, so. there isn't.
3: Anything can happen. Anyone yeah. can enter, even people who aren't in the match. Yeah, I'm foreshadowing something that's coming later. <laughs>
1: oh, that the Miz <laughs> saved the Miz, Sr. from getting uh, getting he, he knocked did, out. But
2: and he did. the referee did not see, and as mm. a result, he was not told to leave ringside. If he was caught, he would have been ejected. Yeah, that would have happened.
1: Oh, okay. The
2: the one individual who really stood out in this whole thing was Finn Balor. At one point, yes, he indeed. was standing over at least maybe six or seven individuals, absolutely standing the tallest out of any of them. And it looked like he was on on point to win the whole battle royal, but Bray Wyatt, in his <laughs> his his whatever you want to call it, shows up, grabs oh, wow. him, throws him right out.
1: Did not even expect that. I mean first Finn was like Sling Blade City and then all of a sudden and there's Bray and then Hasn't
3: Bray Wyatt learned his lesson? He already got beaten by the demon Finn Balor.
2: I thought this was over. Shouldn't it be over? What, what,
1: apparently it's not over for Bray.
2: It's not over until Bray Wyatt says it's over.
1: <laughs> not over until Bray Wyatt sings.
2: Yeah. <laughs>
1: oh, no, never. Uh, so, yeah, and then Jason Jordan was uh, showing, he was throwing his weight around a bit, you know, a mm-hmm. bit of belly to bellies that were going on. Uh, and he even double eliminated the Mr. Raj. Yep. Double yeah. eliminated and- him and then eliminated Elias.
3: Yeah. He's got to impress his dad.
1: He was.
2: He's got. Yep. Well, he's, mm-hmm. he's Daddy, proud. Daddy real talented. Mm-hmm. He's an incredibly talented athlete, and he's he's really starting to come into his own as far as the wrestling is concerned. Mm-hmm. But just like we've sort of seen, he gets close, but he can't seal the deal. Mm-hmm. He mm-hmm. gets the opportunity, but he lets it slip away right through his fingers. Yeah. And I mean, Jeff Hardy picks up the win. No, again. no offense to Jeff Hardy, but you definitely don't see him. Being the man to win a battle royal when he's, you know, one of the greatest tag team wrestlers of all time, but uh, he's already won the Intercontinental. I think they said four times. Yeah. So maybe this could be his fifth. I mean, he is a good singles wrestler, but we haven't seen him go singles in quite a while. So if, <laughs> and I, uh, you look at Jeff Hardy and Jason Jordan, you would, you'd sort of put money. On oh, uh, Jason Jordan yes. over to Jeff Hardy, but that was not how it worked out tonight. Mm-hmm. No.
1: See, uh, apparently Jason Jordan didn't watch Showgirls. There's always someone hungrier than you wow. <laughs> coming down the stairs.
2: Mm-hmm. You know, I don't think I've ever been on an after show where we referenced. That particular <laughs> film—that's a first for me. Yeah, it feels good.
1: Never watch the TV edited version.
2: J- oh, or, or or only. Unless the TV drinking
1: game, only the TV.
3: Edited. Yeah. Jason Jordan's got to get back on track, though. Kurt Angle yeah. doesn't want a loser for a son, Oof. and this kid has been losing every week That's, now.
2: You gotta tell it to your son. Yes. As <laughs> soon as he starts, getting and yes. sports, absolutely.
3: Is. Oh, that
1: poor little baby. No yeah. losers
3: in this house. We're Olympic gold medalists around here.
1: <laughs>
2: sure.
1: Yeah, so now we are four weeks from the raw exclusive pay-per-view. Mm-hmm. No mercy. That will be Sunday, September 24th. And we know that uh, Brock Lesnar will defend the Universal Championship against Braun Strowman. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there it is.
1: And also the beast will be on Raw tonight. So uh ooh.
2: Oh, whoa! Ooh. Yeah. It's a preview. <laughs>
1: so uh we have uh Charlie Crusoe with uh, Alexa Lexa Bliss mm-hmm. and uh Bliss Lays out her very intricate strategy. Uh, it's it's called to win.
3: To win. She's I'm going to win.
1: To win. Mm-hmm. Yes, uh, and she actually says Sasha's never successfully defended her women's championship. Tonight will be no different. Tonight, the goddess reclaims her throne.
2: Yeah. 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 I mean, it's, it's a brilliant strategy. Why would I tell you what I'm going to do so that Sasha Banks can actually watch this interview <laughs> and see what my strategy is? Yeah. Don't don't talk to people about what you're gonna do to yeah. other people.
1: <laughs> like like evil villains tell you like their entire plan. Yep,
2: yep. A la James Bond. See that's how you know Alexa Bliss was gonna win. She didn't tell you her plan. Yeah, no, that's true.
3: You know I like Alexa a lot, but some of the stuff, some of the 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 dialogue they come <laughs> up with on this show, like they had Alexa say, they made Alexa say, Sasha, you think you're the legit boss but I think you're a legit loser. (laughs) I'm like, who talks like this? Who would ever say this? Uh, Could you imagine Conor McGregor saying something like that to Floyd Mayweather? No. You think you're money Mayweather, but I'm going to make you go broke. (laughs) That would be about the equivalent actually,
2: of it. I actually liked that. Oh. That was ridiculous. <laughs> Maybe was I should absolute, write for WWE.
1: It was absolutely ridiculous, and I liked it. Oh, my God. Although,
2: I, the one thing I could say is I could see a cheerleader saying that. Yeah, that mm-hmm. type of Yeah, and I do yeah. know what you mean. because it. Alexa Bliss literally was and sort of is a cheerleader yeah. in style, you can kind of go, okay, mm-hmm, yeah, that's mm-hmm. that's about where her mind is. She's got some arrested development. No. She thinks she's <laughs> in, in uh, junior high. Yeah.
1: So uh, we li- we uh, find out that Enzo Amore has transitioned over to 205 Live. He- he's, you know...
3: That was big he news on Tuesday. He- that-, that, that was, was really big, big. yeah. I guess he lost some weight?
2: I don't know. Suddenly he was- he's had- out under had- 205? No, it's not all of the sudden. <laughs> There's some guys that are on 205 Live that choose to compete at mm. that level, and okay. there are some guys who don't. Mm-hmm. And it's while it can be a difficult transition for a lot of guys... Uh, Finn Balor's one of the ones who's it's no secret he's under 205 he's a buck, <laughs> buck 85 buck 90 right. and he, Soaking wet. he's able to actually go with the heavyweights mm. so they have him work outside of that division it's not as though if you are under 205 you can only compete with other cruiserweights there's, there's some leeway but you mm. have to prove yourself Yeah, so, like
1: Kalisto oh god that yeah. man
2: yeah, yeah. I love
3: me in some mm-hmm, Me too. A lot of talent. A lot of talent. He, but I wouldn't be surprised if Enzo did lose some weight, though, because he's been so devastated since his breakup with Cass. Oh, he probably hasn't been eating.
2: His yes. cheeks are a little sunken in. Yeah. I have Com- to admit, he's like a little he hasn't Completely He's depressed. He
1: isn't gloating at all at the top wow. of this match about how big Cass had. You know, got what he had yeah. coming, tearing his ACL and being out for a few months and, and needed to get surgery. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, but yeah, uh, Enzo's first match is versus Noam Dar. He even yeah. gives Noam Dar a, an insulting uh, introduction. Yeah.
3: Called I, him soft. I wonder if that's going to be a regular thing for him, that he does the ring introduction for his opponents. I'm, I'm not it seems like it could that. be, yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe
2: yeah. then he's transitioning to two hundred five, and then he's transitioning to ring announcing, yeah. <laughs> and then he's transitioning to referee. I don't, I don't know. I, I imagine he's in a downward spiral at that point. <laughs> <laughs> Just you can be a wrestler. Don't, don't, don't do the introductions for your opponents. That's not exactly something I would say works really well. Because if you do a great job, mm-hmm. you'll be doing it way more often.
3: <laughs> I think after it happened, I think it was Lawler. Said like, was that the actual introduction? Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's like,
1: well, I guess that's that's All it. Right. And this he is what's out. happening. Okay. Yeah. During the match itself, uh, Noam Dar favored you know wrist locks and mocking, mm-hmm. mocking and hair pulling because sure. you know he was going up against Enzo. Uh, and Enzo was using a lot of counters, you know, almost got himself DQ'd uh, doing, working some body shots in the corner. Uh, and to me, Dar seemed almost bored during this <laughs> match. I know, just wow. seeing that. Well, but
2: I think that uh, Dar, rightfully so, was kind of bored. He's yeah. obviously technically superior mm-hmm, to Enzo Amore. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Enzo Amore doesn't have a reputation as being a fighter at any weight He's got a mouth But a mouth uh, is not going to fight your battles for you So Noam Dar was was Heavily just in control of this match He was, was he was the man in the driver's seat But Enzo More was able to get a win I'd call it a flash victory hmm. Just because of the fact that There was nothing terribly conclusive about it He sort of escaped with the win In my opinion One good move Is not necessarily a a good indicator of how you're going to fare against other people, including a champion.
1: Yeah, that's a very good point. Neville was watching this match. Uh, our cruiserweight champion was watching this match. But also, there's no asterisks next to W. So, I mean, Enzo did get this win. Mm-hmm. And we even got some ramp dancing, mocking, and dabbing mm-hmm. on the way out. <laughs> as yeah. Enzo is wont to do. Sure. Yeah, so uh, then Neville was backstage with Charlie, and he remarked, and I'm trying to do the accent. Uh, I'm not going to do the
3: accent. No, try, try, (laughs) please. Yes, Yes, come on.
1: If that weasel is supposed to be competition for me, then I'm going to be champ. Forever, yes. Forever. Very
2: good. Very good.
3: Yes. How you doing? <laughs> That's
1: like the worst impression ever.
3: Um,
1: but yes, you just
3: did an impression of Neville doing his impression of Enzo with there the how goes. you do it, with the yeah. how you doing it. There. I did.
1: It's an Inception <laughs> impression. Yes,
3: <Yeah. laughs> it's a lot of layers to that. Mm-hmm.
1: And then continuing on with Raw, the beast is back. So we have Brock Lesnar and Paul Heyman. They walk to the ring. uh, And Heyman's, you know, putting Braun over in the beautiful, masterful way that Heyman does. Talking about how Braun scooped Brock onto his shoulders and slammed into an announcer table. Not once, but twice. And also along with that, he monster-handled Brock Lesnar. I don't believe in monsters, but I believe that Braun Strowman Mm -hmm. is one. And then uh, there a lot of other epic, you know, Heyman stuff, until mm-hmm. Brock just <laughs> grabs the mic from him and goes, what he's trying to say is, suplex city, B. Mm-hmm. Mic drop.
3: Mm-hmm. Yep. He didn't say B.
1: He didn't say B. He, he went full out. He said the word. He went full
3: out. He, in fact, there was I'm a lot of cursing right on this Monday so Night so Raw tonight. Everybody's dropping
2: a B. We everybody's yeah.
3: dropping a B.
1: Yeah, we're not talking about dropping babies.
3: Mm-hmm. Ew. Yeah. Gross. <laughs> Uh, it's weird to see them on Raw every. They've been on for every week now for like a while and it's weird cuz oh. they're gone they're gone for so long usually, mm-hmm. you know, like it feels like after SummerSlam like they should have gone away again for a while, but here they are every week coming out. So it's I I really like seeing them week to week on the show and having the champion, you know, as a more present uh on the on the weekly Raw show. And demons yeah. great. I mean, it's mm-hmm. it, it's tough. You know, they don't want Lesnar to wrestle on free TV. I don't blame them. I'm not saying that they should. But it's tough to, I think, come up with different stuff to do with this guy every week when he's not wrestling. But And Heyman is so invaluable because he could just be out there cutting these genius promos that tell the story so well of these matches. And um, I'm really genuinely excited for the lesnar Strowman match.
1: Yeah. yeah. I mean, I, I think I, it's going to be good. I mean, I mean, Braun Strowman can take, uh, what, being reversed into a semi when he's locked in an ambulance. Yeah. Yeah, he yeah, yeah. he sure. could take some yeah. Brock Lesnar hits, yeah. like some full Fury blasts.
3: And between the—you know, they always kind of hype stuff, you know, and say, ah, oh, this is worthy of WrestleMania. But they really do have two matches on this No Mercy show that are worthy of WrestleMania. The Strowman-Lesnar match could be a WrestleMania match, and the mm-hmm. and the Reigns-Cena match could be a WrestleMania match. I'm, yeah. I'm sort of shocked we're getting this big of a show in four weeks, but I'm glad— Especially since it's in our neck of the woods here in LA, it's, we're it's lucky. It's because it's in our
2: neck of the woods that this show is so big. They know.
3: Before we continue, one of the ways we keep all this content for you, the listener, free of charge
0: is our amazing sponsors. Today, Beach to Sandy, Water to Wet, is one of those sponsors. Beach to Sandy, Water to Wet is a comedy podcast featuring brother and sister duo Alex and Christine as they recap dramatic readings of one-star reviews written by real people with not-so-real problems. Whether it's a bar's no throw-up policy or a barista who's just too friendly or maybe a school psychologist fashion sense reviewers complain about everything prepare for equal amounts laughter and eye rolling each week Alex and Christine cover topics ranging from strip clubs in Vegas ghost tours in New Orleans or DMVs in Phoenix they nobly delve into the cesspools of Yelp TripAdvisor and other review sites to find you the best of the worst listen to Beach 2 Sandy Water 2 Wet on Spotify Anchor Apple Podcasts or any of your favorite podcasting apps you can also find them on all social media platforms at
2: Beach 2 Sandy Los Angeles sells out mm. Los Angeles is where you get a lot of stars a lot of really powerful people that come to watch that product they want to be entertained mm-hmm. and because they're at the show they are going to get a caliber show that's higher than average i would say mm-hmm. los angeles is the place to be
1: indeed always uh, next up we have burn it down rollins <laughs> and the swiss superman cesaro and they're in a one-on-one uh with this I well i love cesaro i love to see him work i mean ambrose is Ambrose is my dude, but Cesaro is really amazing. Um,
2: yeah, I, I just noticed tonight that he's actually billed at 230 pounds. That's as much as I weigh, and he's able to pull off really incredible stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, he is he, genetically superior to just about anybody and wrestling and, today.
1: And I like his mic work. He hasn't had a chance to do a lot of that now, but he's just, he's he's so witty, and he's he's got puns for days yep mm-hmm. yeah but uh, we started with a series of uh, headlocks and Cesaro was even like flipped out of the ring by Rollins and then you see kind of this uh, team effort oh because um yeah, uh, <laughs> I didn't mention it. With uh, Rollins, Dean Ambrose came out to support. And then with Cesaro, of course, Sheamus came out to support. When uh, Cesaro was flipped out of the ring by Rollins, uh, Sheamus like, cheered him on. He's like, yeah, you get back in there. You got this. Love that. And there was a lot of momentum with Rollins once Cesaro got back in. We saw an offensive flurry of uh, knee, uh, running knee chops, standing moonsault, body shots in the corner. I mean, Cesaro had to turn the tide by feeding Rollins some turnbuckle, you know, and actually getting him away from him, out of the ring, tossing him out. Where and I liked this when he tossed Rollins out of the ring, mm. and then uh, the ref was distracted. Sheamus started going after Seth, and then Dean Ambrose was like, "No, no, we're not having this. Mm-hmm. This is not. This is not today. Yeah. Like this is my guy, mm-hmm. and I, I like that. There was a lot of little. Tags. They're friends now." Yeah, yeah, they're buds.
2: I'm going to protect my friend. Well, you got the belts. You're going to protect the belts. Mm-hmm. Friendship's great, but gold is better. Mm. <laughs>
1: uh, yeah. So we saw a gorgeous tilt a world backbreaker by Cesaro, a power lift, power leg drops, series of clothesline. I mean, Cesaro was really owning this. And uh, one of my favorite parts was when, uh, well, Seamus and Dean were on the outside. And Rollins was distracted, and Cesaro capitalized on that with, like, that massive uppercut. This Mm -hmm. is right near the end of the match. And then pinned Rollins for the win. Mm -hmm. I just, I loved how seamless that was to me. Mm -hmm. What did y'all think about the match?
2: I thought it was really good. I, I wasn't quite exactly sure what to expect with perhaps a win or loss. Uh, Seeing Rollins actually get pinned was interesting, considering nobody directly interfered with the match. Sheamus tried, Mm -hmm. but then Ambrose, being the neutralizer, quickly sort of put out that fire, but it still was enough of a distraction for Cesaro to get uh, another, what I would call, flash victory. He's able to hit that uppercut and do a tight, tight roll-up and put his his feet by his ears and it's almost impossible to get out when there's that much weight in that position on the human body it's really hard to get out so mm-hmm. that's that's how you really secure a win in a pin if you want somebody down you gotta push him all the way that's what cesaro did that's what he wanted was the victory and he got it tonight
3: when you called him uh, Burn It Down, Seth Rollins, reminded me, did you guys see did you guys see this quote from a Rollins interview he did this week, that they added the Burn It Down uh, to his theme song because Vince McMahon didn't like that pause in the music? That, really? Yeah, that's what Rollins said, yeah. Because you know how it went?
2: That makes a lot of sense yeah. to me. It, really it went does. like,
3: uh, this is my impression of Rollins' music. So mm-hmm. it went like, Pause then it kicked in. Mm-hmm. So now it goes, burn it down and where the pause was. So, so what, what you're talking about right there is you have you
2: have an entrance theme and you have a signature. Now the signature is always what leads to the entrance theme. It's really the the moment that, that music hits, you know who comes out. So everybody has a signature and their theme. But with his, you're 100% right, there was a huge gap in between. Yeah, You had the signature and there was a massive gap and then the music continued. So yeah, it makes a lot of sense to me that you would fill that gap and it's I don't understand why they didn't do it until now, to be frank. Maybe yeah, he didn't know you... what to say.
1: maybe, maybe not. Why not, <laughs> maybe
0: start, was... why not just start the music at the break, like before the break. So that it starts
2: with a better it Why not? Tam. I don't know whose call that was, but uh, it obviously escaped a lot of people's uh watchful eye until now.
3: Well what would he have yelled before this? Kingslayer? He could've yelled Kingslayer in that gap. Yeah. The King architect Slayer! The Architect. <laughs> The architects. <laughs> I love CrossFit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There CrossFit Jesus.
1: CrossFit Jesus. <laughs> and so uh, after the match, uh, we thought it was over. It wasn't over. We get a bonus match because Sheamus gets on the mic, mocks yeah. them, say, "Oh no, no, no! Before you run off back to the locker room with your tail between your legs, uh, we's about to go." So then we have a match with Seamus versus. Everyone Dana was Ambrose. very
2: confused. Yeah, exactly. yeah, everybody on commentary was like, "Is this? Are we gonna? Oh, we get oh, oh we're doing it. We're yeah. doing it. We're having a match, everybody."
1: Like this is a thing. This is happening now. This is a thing that we get.
2: <laughs> okay, all right. We we didn't get uh, get that on on our paperwork, but that's fine. And <laughs> yeah, here we are. Be
1: like, okay, that's uh, we got it. Uh, news News at eleven. Yeah. Uh, so I I well, like I already said, Ambrose is my dude. So I mm-hmm. really enjoyed this. I like that. I like that stretch muffler submission. That Holy that God. was oh. like Sheamus, that hurts. It's like no one ever asks him if he lifts because he lifts.
2: Mm-hmm. That's. I mean, the stretch muffler is a really good submission. Generally, you you bend the guy backwards as to apply more pressure, but. I I never thought about just standing straight up with it and letting the guy dangle and use his own weight to tear apart his knee joint. But, hey, that works, too. <laughs> sure, just hang out there for a while. God, that was... I wish I was taller so I could pull stuff off like that. <laughs> but I'm not, so I can't.
1: Oh, man. Well, and it would have worked if, you know, Dean Ambrose wasn't powered by his lunatic fringe and then also by that core strength where he edged his way up to then start clobbering time onto Sheamus's head.
2: But then Seamus turned it into a powerbomb, so that wasn't really a great idea, was it?
1: Yeah, and then right after that got locked into a cloverleaf, so who's oh, winning
2: here? A, a lot of work on the, the legs and the lower back, and it, it came to bite him at one point. He tried to tried to go to suplex Seamus, Dean Ambrose did it. It it was not something he was able to do because of all the damage he sustained on his back. He just couldn't even put his heels down to pull his weight over. It was impossible.
1: What did you think about
3: this fight, Mark? I I mean, I thought both the matches were good. I don't know why these guys, I'm talking about Cesaro and Sheamus here, why don't they get their rematch? Why are they having (laughs) to wrestle these guys in singles matches right now? Don't they get an automatic rematch after their loss at SummerSlam?
1: Maybe they're saving it. No, no,
2: no, this is measured. This is absolutely a choice on their part. Mm. What they're doing is breaking down their opponents. After what what, uh, Dean Ambrose definitely went through tonight, Mm -hmm. he's a little worse for wear. They're going to wear Mm -hmm. down their Mm opponents until there's really not a whole lot left, and then they're going to beat them with ease. That is their game plan. That is their strategy. Even overall, in the ring, that is their strategy. We are going to match you at your best. We're going to put you down, and then we're going to beat you with ease. Mm -hmm. is that is literally what they do and you see it really it's it's a battle of styles um cesaro and sheamus really do have complementary styles yes and when you see indeed. two singles matches with two different uh, two different partners of a tag team you get to see the different styles that they bring to the table and cesaro and sheamus are are more or less the same they're big they're strong but uh rollins and ambrose they have two completely different styles they may be similar height and weight, but the way they approach their opponents is completely different. Uh, Rollins will hit you everywhere but straightforward. Mm-hmm. He's a, he's a counter-wrestler, so he's going to play the angles and try and get you down uh, when when you're just off a little bit. Mm-hmm. But Ambrose, he comes straight at you 100% yes. every time. It doesn't matter how big you are. It doesn't matter what sort of leverage you have. He's coming straight at you 100% of the time. So those two different ideologies about the best way to actually take on an individual mesh, create a really interesting play in the ring. And that's really how they won the championships, was a mesh of two different styles to get something that was was completely different than their opponents, who are sort of the same note.
1: Yeah. And then uh, speaking of that, like jumping off of your point with uh, that Rollins will get you if you're slightly offbeat... Uh, Which, yeah, that's actually how they ended up winning. I mean, Rollins pulls Cesaro off the apron while the ref is distracted by Cesaro. Rollins runs around, like leaps off of the top rope uh, onto Sheamus and then uses that momentum to then suicide dive. It looked like a suicide dive straight through the rope.
2: He jumped in and hit Sheamus with the knee, dove out onto Cesaro and allowed Dean to hit the, uh, the DDT. And that was that was it. That was the win, and it was a it was a double team finish in a singles match. But because the referee was distracted, and there you go. No one knew. No one knew. It simply looked to the referee like uh, Rollins had rolled in to avoid Cesaro, but then dove right out onto him. Like no, Rollins. Rollins
1: was a busy boy.
2: Certainly Indeed. was.
1: So and then yeah, so we have a win for Cesaro and a win for Ambrose, and that's how it ended. Evened out. Yeah, it
3: did. <laughs> I think 50-50, as some (laughs) might say. They were
2: 50-50 going into the championship match where Rollins and Ambrose won. They really were. Mm -hmm. So now it's still 50-50. They could win it back. The bar could win back the championships. Mm -hmm. uh, And then go to Burger King and celebrate. Yeah,
1: (laughs) There you go. Uh, Burger King raises the bar. Yeah, it, it. No.
2: I mean, <laughs> they said it then it did. Yes. We're quoting them. They raised I'm the just, bar. They no, no, said that Burger King does what they do Let's be with honest. food. <laughs> Let's be honest.
0: That line was kind
2: of a whopper.
1: <laughs> hey! Oh. You guys. Boo. So, Mickey and James are in the locker room. Mickey, oh, Mickey Jam- and James. Mi- Mickey and James. <laughs> Mickey and James. Yeah. And James. Yes. Mickey and James and uh, M and M. Ma, uh, never. <laughs> yes.
2: Yeah, sure. Mickey
1: James and Emma are in the <laughs> locker room. Emma's gloating that Twitter blew up after her match with Nia Jax, and, and Mickey James is like, "Well, yes, it did because hashtag Emma give Emma CPR, so that's <laughs> yeah. that's why it did." And then Emma starts her whole song and dance about I started the women's revolution. You should thank me for it. And Mickey's like, "Girl, no, no." <laughs> And you're going to stop saying that. In fact, we're about to do a match. I win. You stop saying that forever and ever. You win. I will hashtag out anything that you tell me to say. I will tweet that hashtag out. And she's like, oh, okay. Well, hashtag Mickey is mean. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, so we're going to have a match between the two of them. But right before that, uh, we do have that beautiful video package uh, with Hurricane Harvey. and I believe it was a Category 4 Uh, Yeah, it went up
2: to four and then got reduced, but it still ended up just major, Mm -hmm. completely brutal.
1: Um, But if you want to uh, donate, the website is ghcf.org slash hurricane hyphen relief, and that's to donate to Harvey victims. Yeah,
3: and kudos again, we said at the beginning, but to WWE for putting together, turning around that video package so quickly, getting so many of the superstars in that thing. Mm -hmm. And also, like you mentioned, like airing it throughout the show.
1: Yes. You know, yes, like it did. wasn't
3: just a one time thing. It aired throughout the show, which I think is great of them.
1: Yeah. Uh, yeah. It shows a, a social conscience and a social responsibility. Yeah. So I very much appreciate that.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: So now we have a uh, Mickey James versus Emma. Mm-hmm. And uh, Emma has some new music. She. Did you notice that? No.
3: Yeah, <laughs> she is no I mean, I believe reason. you, but I didn't notice yeah, it. Yeah, I don't. I,
1: I wasn't able to piece out what it was. It was had a whole lot of lyrics. There was a woman singing. Eh,
3: yeah. In any
1: case, so it's probably
3: just references to millennial social media stuff. Maybe that's basically of, what her character is, right? It was probably yeah, just like so. Snapchat, Instagram, hashtag stuff.
1: That that was the song. Did that that was the how song went? exactly. Is that how it went? that yes. was it. That was exactly <laughs> the song. Uh, but yeah, she gets uh, the upper hand with an arm. Bar uh, against Mickey James, but then Mickey James is Mickey James, so Mm -hmm. she basically handed Emma her butt, and we had a fantastic high kick. Oh my god, I love that! But uh, to continue with the theme of the night of Flash Victories, Emma won,
2: yeah, Flash Victory, yeah, just grabbing those legs and putting Mm -hmm. all her weight forward. Mickey was trapped, couldn't go anywhere. I mean, Sunset Flip. So Zip Flip really only works when you have have a really good grip on the hips of your opponent to drive them backwards. And if that grip slips and you're left basically with your back on the mat, you're completely exposed. You have nowhere to go. And so Emma saw this. And using using what instincts she has, she was able to get the victory. Because you can't say it was veteran instincts. Mickey James took her to school tonight. Yes, I mean, she did. She had a hundred percent of the offense. Yep. Emma didn't have anything. It was almost brutal to watch. Mickey James almost didn't want to be there. <laughs> she just saw her going, "Come on, you suck. Why am I even here?"
3: I have a feeling Mickey's going to get a rematch next week. I do. I have an opportunity to to avenge her her flash loss.
1: Yeah. Mm -hmm. And then she'll just do a few high kicks and then just kind of sit on Emma and then, like, text on uh, Emma's Twitter. (laughs) (laughs) Take a picture of the two of them right there and then text on it. Uh, So, yeah. And then afterwards, Emma grabs the mic and just continuously says over and over, I started the women's revolution. Mm -hmm. And that's...
3: She's, she yep. has made that point.
1: Yes, yes. I, I think. I think she believes that she started the Women's yes,
3: Revolution. Yes, we I'm, I'm definitely, certain it's definitely clear that, that, that she, that's her Yeah, opinion. that that's her thing. Mm-hmm. That really is. She uh, didn't so, have
2: anything else to say. Yeah. That was <laughs> yeah. the entirety of her <laughs> message repeated yeah. over and over again uh, to oblivion. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't make it any more true. <laughs> that nope. is
1: true. Uh, but what is true was damn true, oh. is that Kurt Angle was in the ring to make Reigns and Cena's match for No Mercy mm-hmm. official. Wow. So this segment, um, I... I know that there's a, a number of people that watch our show, and then they they'll watch our show and then not actually raw because you know raw right. is like three hours long. Yeah. Hey, I wouldn't that. watch it
2: either if I were you. <laughs> <laughs> I
1: recommend watching this segment. I recommend yeah. watching Roman Reigns and John Cena go to town on each other. I mean, they make it real. Yeah, they they went there.
3: Every once in a while, we get on Raw, we get a really newsworthy segment that you know is going to be something people are going to be talking about for a while. It's a memorable segment, and I think this was one of those segments. Mm -hmm. Uh, You know, definitely, you know, online, I know this was sort of blowing up everywhere, and I'm not surprised. I think this was a newsworthy segment for sure. Uh, those guys captured some of the I think they were going for some of that sort of shoot style flavor that The Rock and Cena had when they were building their matches where they really hit each other hard with some quote unquote real life personal stuff um, to help um, you know kick start that rivalry or take it to a next level Right.
0: Um,
3: so I think that's what those guys if they if they wanted to get people talking I think this segment is going to have been a is a big success for that
1: yeah uh, I mean, i'm i'm hyped for this matchup I'll, mm. I'll be honest
2: after after what we saw truly with the with the boxing match of of last weekend and all of the press conferences that they had leading up to that and how each one of them was able to make mainstream news it it doesn't surprise me at all that they would try them being Reigns and Cena would try to mirror that a little bit mm-hmm. and try and get their own press and their own buzz out of it because they are two two of the biggest icons in in professional wrestling, sports entertainment, and they could easily get as many eyes on them as, as uh, Mayweather or McGregor. So why not just push the boundaries? And they did. They made they it did. personal. They, they did. They, they, they made, made it personal.
1: And they made it, yeah, they made it real. It got really real, mm-hmm. real quick. But I mean, you see
2: the differences. In that ring, mm-hmm. on the mic, John, well, even, even as a professional in that ring, John is comfortable. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He, there is yeah. nobody more comfortable with who they are and what they bring to the table than John Cena. Yeah, he, he was in his element. He just stands there. He loves it, soaks it up.
1: Mm-hmm. And
2: Roman Reigns, unfortunately, is not there. He's he's still a little bit yeah in he... comparison to John Cena. Mm-hmm. He's still green. He's yeah. still learning. He's still trying to get comfortable in that ring. And uh, as... As it just happened, he slipped a little bit. Mm-hmm. He lost his train of thought, s- mm-hmm. his slip of the tongue, and John was all over him. Mm-hmm. That the whole, <laughs> the whole experience of the contract signing was a match in itself. Yes, you yes. saw you saw the veteran completely owning the night, and this young upstart trying to gain a little bit of ground, and he slips, and the veteran is just all over him, mm-hmm. like a hundred percent. But then, out of nowhere, this kid. Finds a little bit of ground yeah. and he starts to gain on the veteran, and and all of a sudden it's a little bit more of an even match. Like it, this was a wrestling match. <laughs>
3: <laughs> so, I think that Cena. Um, I think that Cena seems more relaxed than. Ever lately, and I'm sure in part it's because he's having so much legitimate success in Hollywood. When he comes back, it's you know he doesn't need to come back at this point. When mm-hmm. he comes back, I think he's coming back for fun. I think okay. he's coming back because it's fun for him, and he's going to make sure that he has fun. He, he he was so calm and cool and collected and playful in mm-hmm. that segment tonight, and it, it really really worked. And I think Roman, I mean, I agree with what you're saying, Hobo. I think it's he's not quite there yet. I also yeah, think but he's. I- still I finding the... I, I, yeah. I know it's been a while, but yeah. I think he's still finding the character. Mm-hmm. You know? It's it's like he he's not quite yet settled into who Roman Reigns is. Um, and this more brooding, sort of this-is-my-yard
2: version of him that he's in right now is still relatively new. Um, I, I, I don't... Like you said, he's still finding the character. Yeah. If you're still finding the character after this long, yeah, yeah. You, you need you need some time off. Yeah. <laughs>
0: um,
2: yeah. You need to go find yourself if mm. you're having trouble identifying with who you are at this juncture. Mm. Go go somewhere, figure it out.
1: Yeah, and there are a number of zingers in this promo like I already said, just watch it. I yeah. mean I could I could I mean uh, John Cena says, you know, I use the US title to bring up others like Kevin Owens and you saw it as a demotion. And there's uh, and John Cena also said, I'm still here because you can't do your job. Ooh. I do this part time better than you could ever do this full time. They're just watch this, this segment. Uh, but it's a must see segment. It's a must see segment. segment. Yeah, it really for sure is. For So sure. in any case, the contract is signed. The table is flipped over. <laughs> there's <laughs> nothing but space and opportunity. <laughs> mm-hmm. And that's when Kurt Angle says, uh, well, actually, no. That's when Gallows and Anderson yeah. come out on the ramp.
3: Because they're insane? I have no... <laughs> they want. They Literally.
2: wanted to do double duty tonight. They had a battle royal and they won a match because they are this show. Yeah. <laughs> they're, they're the good brothers. They're the good brothers. They're here Any to beat up... Any job that needs doing.
1: They're here to beat up some... Nerds, some nerds.
2: Yeah, I like that Gals
3: is getting some skis in some of these promos though. (laughs) He slipped one in today. (laughs) I forgot what it was, but it's something skis.
1: Yeah, (laughs) but then Kurt Angle decides. Oh, look at these wrestlers that I have right here. You know what's going to happen right now? A tag team
2: match.
0: Yeah. Uh, uh, Yeah, I can't get I over my my <laughs> That's
2: right.
1: We have Cena Reigns versus Gallows and Anderson. Mm-hmm. And uh this match was this match was a match. There was good stuff. In this match, I was still like all, I was still popcorning the segment before it, I'll be right. completely honest. What did y'all think about this match?
3: I think that I've been watching WWE programming since ni- August of 1986. And one thing I've learned is that one of Vince McMahon's favorite things in the world to do is when he's going to have a singles match between two top guys to force them to be a tag team and see <laughs> if they can work together. I've seen it 800 billion trillion times, and it's always about as interesting as it was tonight I don't think we needed the match the segment was so good Uh, the interview segment Uh, the match just seemed uh unnecessarily <laughs> tagged on to the end of it and it didn't forward the story at all.
2: Yeah, it, it, I don't I don't think it helped. If uh, mm-hmm. if there was a little bit more friction between Reigns and Cena, if maybe Reigns didn't take that tag and just jumped down yeah, on the apron, yeah, yeah. I think that would have made it even better yeah. instead of, instead of both of them going, "Yeah, we're both in this match. We both are trying to win." Have one of them just kind of screw over the other a little bit. Because I I don't think they want to get along. Yeah, Reigns no. does not want to get along with Cena. That is evident. Cena wants to get along with Reigns because, well, what do I have to lose, really? Right. Um, but he Cena ended up getting his ass kicked for a good chunk of this match. Indeed,
1: and Reigns mm-hmm. just smiled while it happened. Mm-hmm. Wasn't interested in tagging in. As he would. As he would. Yeah. This is yeah. what happens. Yeah. Yeah, but ultimately, they did win. You know, kind of... Kind of saw that coming, mm-hmm. but uh yeah they win and there was a spear from reigns on Carl Anderson so there's a there there was kind of an it was an uneasy truce for the two of them, but I'm still very hyped for this match. I didn't need this match that happened, but because of the segment before it, I want to see more of them. Mm-hmm. I want to see reigns go to that same place that he he actually went to today. It's like great so you know that place exists now get there in an easier way and faster more effective. And go ahead and put a bloody handprint on your face to help you get there. <laughs> so, And then we have Elias, and he has a song. He's just... Crapping on Memphis,
2: yeah. So you, you don't—they don't need the help. Memphis isn't a great town to <laughs> even, I mean, it's—it's it's a great town, but uh, it, I mean, it ain't an easy town. You can't walk outside at night in a lot of Memphis. Yikes! Yeah, no, it's not. Right. It ain't pretty. To be the king of Memphis is to be the king of you know Compton. It's not. It's not great. Be right? careful, Hobo.
3: Uh, Lawler's going to send Pelvis in here to to attack you. Yes. You know what? After, <laughs> the see, king
2: says, after seeing <laughs> what Pelvis can do, I think I can. Take
3: <laughs> you know, you with, definitely can take Pelvis.
2: With ease. Yeah, but there's,
1: speaking of uh, the king, uh, Lawler comes out and he brings with him Pelvis Wesley. This was Heath Slater, right? Yes. No. Yeah.
2: No. Well, this is, pelvis Wesley. Oh, I'm Wesley. sorry. It was Pelvis
1: Wesley. <laughs> yeah. That's right. That's right. It totally was.
2: Southpaw yes. wrestling. Well, there we go. Wesley. Southpaw wrestling. I am, as a
3: huge fan of Southpaw, I've I, you know, i I've always figured it's inevitable that some of these Southpaw characters end up on eventually and um, you know give me a butchers give me the big Bartholomew this they was, this was not king. exactly what I was hoping for
1: <laughs> it, was, it was fitting you know you have Elvis dancing and trying to get Elias to dance and mm. Elias is like yeah yeah I'll dance I'll dance these kicks all over your body mm-hmm. and that was the end of that segment So we have uh, Sasha and Charlie uh, backstage. It was a pre-fight interview. Basically, Alexa's going to get it. Sasha's going to break her previous record. And the audience is going to chant, you tapped out. To Alexa Bliss, which brings us, of course, to, oh, we also had a backstage segment with uh, Renee, the Miz, uh, Maurice, and the Taraj, mm-hmm. And it was uh, basically Miz lamenting that one match can equal a contendership. What's going on? And Renee's like, oh, well, didn't he beat like 14 guys to, uh, you know, get this chance? And Maurice is like, oh, I didn't see him pin anyone that's <laughs> a lines, valid
2: point. That's that is it's a valid point. Mm-hmm. So
1: yeah, so have that, and that brings us to our main event: yes, the women's championship rematch, the boss versus the goddess. And I I enjoyed this match because uh, Alexa has such flair. She just has flair with her character. I mean, even after taking the double knees uh, on the outside from Sasha, she managed to do that. I uh, was it, a whip. Back, a whip, backbreaker? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, the on side.
2: Sli- oh, yeah. she, she whipped her. That
1: was. Hard. Yeah. No, it,
2: it looked mean. That looked like, mm-hmm. like knee to the spine. Not even yeah. the lower lumbar, just the spine.
1: I really enjoyed when she clocked the crap out of Sasha with her forearm, like instant ragdoll. And then when she didn't get the pin, she she had a um, "Why can't I get what I want?" tantrum.
2: Yeah, yeah. She's a great character. Yeah, yeah. She understands what she's doing in there. Mm. I mean, it's 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 really incredible to watch. But the match overall, to me, did not did It wasn't it wasn't a title match ah. it didn't feel like it mm. Sasha did not wrestle like a champion and maybe it's because she hasn't held the belt very long and, and with each time she's held it um, but you have to be able to to defend the belt intelligently mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. sometimes that means going outside, sometimes that means using counts using the champion's advantage you have to use that and, she, and never once did she did she use any of that, like Alexa did. Alexa yeah. was the smart the queen champion with it of the champion's advantage, but Sasha never never gave that back to her at all. Here was her opportunity to get Alexa back for using all of the all of the champion's advantage that she possibly could. She didn't take advantage of it. And that that really disappointed me. She should have met her on her level. Made Alexa sweat. Made Alexa work a little bit harder to try and get her championship back by exercising the advantage. And it just never happened.
3: Maybe deep down in her heart, she wanted to continue her streak of never successfully defending her title.
1: Well, (laughs) she definitely won that. (laughs) Yeah. As it is. What was this, the
3: third time then, or the fourth? Fourth. 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 What a a weird record to have. I know. I've won the title four times and never successfully defended it.
1: (laughs) Yeah. I I love the suplex from the top rope that Bliss did onto Sasha. That was great. Mm. And then uh, when Sasha locked in the bank statement and Bliss got, a, on, got on the rope and snapped DDT for the win. I mean, I was feeling Bliss, but yes, it is an absolute excellent point.
3: She Sasha no, she, does
1: not uh, wrestle intelligently as no. a champion,
3: and she didn't cheat to she didn't cheat to win in any way. Alexa didn't, uh, which was sort of a surprise, right? Somehow Boom. worse, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Boom, DDT, and yeah, it is. I mean, and she just,
2: planted her for that DDT. Yeah, there she was nailed her was no with no escape.
3: Yeah, and then one, two, three, clean in the middle.
1: Yeah, there it was. Mm-hmm. Um, and she got a goddess's welcome from Nia Jax. Yeah. Nia Jax uh, rushed and, well, she kind of stomped on Sasha a little yeah. bit. because so, you know, as one, her. As one is wont to do. Mm-hmm. And then held the new queen up uh. high, this new champion, our new women, and then Samoa Samoan drop out of nowhere.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah, evolution style. And yeah, they that even. That reminded chair. me of the thumbs down. Remember the evolution <laughs> yeah. thumbs down? No one will ever forget. <laughs> <it>. Oh, nice. <laughs> that was evolution move. And
1: they even they even did a replay of it where you saw Nia Jax's face change. Mm-hmm. Where it's like, yes, yes, I'm happy to.
3: Nope,
1: this will not
3: stand. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Alexa had no clue because you can't see her face. You, you can't see the face of the person who's holding you. So she's just up there having a great time, enjoying being Miss Elizabeth tonight Macho Man and uh, Electric Chair. You're dead now.
1: Yeah, it's kind of like if uh, Morgan Freeman had crashed the car while he was driving Miss Daisy. And yeah. Yeah, never, right. never
2: see it come He he puts on the seatbelt and just speeds <laughs> up, so she goes flying through the windshield. Like, oh goodness, that's a different kind of movie. Oh man, I,
3: I like the match too. I think Alexa and that mm-hmm. character having to deal with the challenge of this giant Nia Jax is going to be a really fun dynamic.
1: Yeah, it's I mean, be how a really do you how dynamic. do you bring that down? I mean, others have obviously you know brought it down, uh, brought that, brought Nia Jax down. Mm-hmm. It's just it's really interesting. I want a one on one. And because we know that Alexa is going to have to use all her dirty tricks right. to be able to do that, so I'm interested to see what
3: she actually. Yeah, me would too. Do. Me too. Um, no, no, no. Uh, Tmojo, no Braun Strowman yeah. tonight. No Joe, no Braun. And I, I'm not sure what's up with that. I, I think it'd be interesting if they just didn't have everybody on the show all the time. Maybe it's strictly an artistic decision and if so I would applaud it. I don't think we have to see everybody every week. No. It was especially nice to not have Braun there and Brock could just be out there with Heyman, mm-hmm. you know, have their promo time and then Braun returns next week and does something. Uh, I'd rather have that than them having some kind of forced brawl every single week for 4 weeks until their match.
2: What if what if Joe and Braun weren't on TV for a specific reason? Mm. For them, what if perhaps they're off somewhere doing business colluding to strip Brock Lesnar of the championship Mm -hmm. together? Mm Interesting. I mean, I'm not saying it's Mm -hmm. going to happen, but I'm saying what what if what if it what if this did happen? Yeah. So what if it could happen? Or
1: I wouldn't be mad at it. Yeah,
3: yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: Well, that does bring us to the end of Raw. I mean, uh, Mark Warzeka, put yourself over. Yeah, well, you know,
3: what? I, well, all my social is at, at Mark Warzeka, M-A-R-C-W-A-R-Z-E-C-H-A, and I am back guesting on Ringside Pop this week.
1: Nice, uh, Dale show. It's a
3: really fun. Our friend Dale Rutledge uh, hosts the show with Marty Elias, a former WWE referee who's, who works currently on Glow and Lucha Underground, and the three of us had a lot of fun. We did a whole episode of ringside pop here on after buzz uh, talking all about wrestlers who've had who've transitioned to Hollywood and the path of those guys so it was really fun Uh, special interview with the Bellas it's a cool show so check it out Uh, it's on YouTube it's on iTunes it's on everything uh, ringside pop all
2: right and hobo I'm at true hobo on the Twitter and the Instagram uh, let's see, nxteam.sprayshirt.com is where you can get my shirt and others. That leads me to the NXT After Show. That's on Wednesdays at 6 o'clock, right after NXT itself airs. And, uh, Mark, Donica, put yourself over. You can find me on
0: Twitter at Donica. Make sure to follow all of our wrestling programming here. Uh, follow this show, our uh, uh, Tuesday Night SmackDown, us on NXT on Wednesdays. This week on Xbox One, Two, Three, Sixty, we have in studio. Stone Cold. Steve what? Austin. Oh, hell so, oh, yeah. Make sure, uh, nice. It is our 52nd episode, so we're, we're coming up on the one year anniversary. Make sure to tune in. It's going to be something you won't miss. Uh, and if you're going to be there watching live, give me a hell yeah. Back to you, Marquia.
1: <laughs> and you can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Marquia McCarty. That's M A R K E I A M C C A R T Y. And uh, if you love wrestling and you love the May Young Classic, the first four episodes were just dropped. Uh, Today, uh, I will be part of the After Show, and that will be on AfterBuzz TV Wednesday at 7. We will be covering the Bracketology special and the first four eps, and then join us the following Wednesday for 5 through 8, and then join us that next Wednesday as we cover... The finale mm-hmm. for that and then uh, if you love uh, nerdiness in all its forms uh, please join me on Marvel Movie News and that is on our sister uh, network Popcorn Talk and that will be Tuesdays at 2.30 so see you then. Uh, thanks for joining us tonight y'all.
3: Bye bye!
2: From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro Phil Svitek and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network